Welcome everybody to my dumb friends. Uh, uh, we are. This is the first episode we've ever had without one of our co-hosts, yeah. which is Sean Donnelly. And I'm really excited about this because if this goes well, then that means that it could just be the Dan Saint Germain podcast, which I really think that uh, the comedy world has been seeking. So yeah. uh, today, replacing Sean is Andy Haynes. My good buddy. You've seen him on his own Comedy Central Half Hour special, Jimmy Fallon, Conan, and more importantly, he goes to the same gay AA men's meeting. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Me. We're Is it a gay AA's meeting? It's yeah. gay AA. Yeah. It's oh. gay AA. Are you gay? You're not a gay AA. No, no. You had, no. A, you had a wife, right? <laughs> Did you, is that you or your handlebar mustache, Dean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember like you had a wife and I was thinking, that's a great nah, story. Nah, dude, I get so much pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? You do? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Me and, uh, me and Andy are trying to, uh, uh, who can fuck the girl who just got off the bus from Kansas? Yeah. We hang out at the you? Greyhound <laughs> station down by USC. <laughs> I, I'm the guy that just doesn't care anymore I just, you I, have, oh Dean Del Rey's here how are you guys? <laughs> this is how professional I am fucking 9 a.m. thank you for doing this what is I this pretty, this is the only time we had I'm going to San Fran tomorrow I'm starting a new life well yeah, yeah. are you going up there speaking yeah. of where guys. are you going doing docs tomorrow night and then I'm doing some indie shows I mean where? two nights from now I'll right? tweet them for you I'm, I'm from there yeah man yeah I love that you from East Bay no uh Bear San Francisco what part uh, well, uh, Richmond District for okay. forever, 10th Avenue. Then I lived in Lone Mountain. You know that? Lone Mountain? Lone Mountain. That's oh. right by the college, uh, USC. I mean, USC. USF, right? USF, USC. I lived there so long. It's yeah, not yeah. the one with the tower. I feel like, though, Dean, right? like you started out from a gas station t shirt. Yeah. Like you just jumped out, out like in Roger Rabbit. <laughs> this is my look <laughs> this year. I've had like 900 <laughs> looks if you Google me. What's the worst look you think I've ever had? Like what does it, like what look do you look back on now and you're like, what the fuck? You know, I don't have any. I, you don't I, have I, one? I'm not embarrassed you of looks. You don't have any like Jenko's things? No, no. I, I fuck, I never I wore the that. Jenko's but and... you were like on the Sunset Strip and like. Yeah, but I don't, time, I don't right? mind that look. I'm actually, I, I'd actually rock that look right now if I had like uh, better hair. You did know? you have tight pants like the yeah the I got leather tight pants, pants and... right now no but did you have like <laughs> yeah, the leather pants I wore and... leather pants for about ten years straight but did you have like a silk camo. scarf and all that no I didn't go silk scarf I was more Andy kind just, of Eddie doesn't know the difference between rock and roll and a magician <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> a He's silk like, oh yeah scarf. you know like, did you have the cane you had a top hat right <laughs> <laughs> no uh, <laughs> I was always into like uh, like Jim Morrison meets like uh, biker. Meets, you know, like GNR street look. I yeah. like that. Or even Dirty Jane's Addiction. Yeah. And even dirtier like Seattle. Jane's just... Addiction was great. Fuck and yeah. you, 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 uh, you sang and played guitar, right? Yeah, that's right. I, I was a lead singer for like 20 years, and then I finally learned guitar. I and forget. I was reading on your website last night. Who who were you opening for for a while? I've opened for a lot of guys. Oh, Wallflowers for ten months. I went around okay. the world with him. That was awesome. Is, is Jacob Dylan a nice guy? He's he's my best friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he always seems like a nice guy. And fuck, that guy would huge, be the best comedian ever. That is a fucking. I mean, like obviously this has been said a, a, a time before, but talk about like a weight to bear, being Bob Dylan's yeah. son. Yeah, yeah, and then and then pulling through. Pulling through, yeah. You know what I mean, like he's got some good songs. I mean, we all know those uh, star kids. We're talking Bob Dylan, who's the highest. Right. So you know, there's no higher than that in the music. So I've seen way, way lower star yeah. kids that are just garbage. You know, I'm kids. friends with Frankie Muniz's cousin, so I know exactly uh, <laughs> how that goes. 
Yeah, uh, Jacob is an amazing he's a, friend. He's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, what's the worst show you've ever done? Because I always, what's the difference? Between, okay, what's the difference between the like? What's worse, the worst comedy show you've ever done, or the worst? Worst music, really? Yeah. Why? What was this? Well, because you got a sound check, bring gear. There's oh, all, so it's like like you're setting all up. failure. Yeah. Right. So you set it all up. You got your fucking van. You sound check, and then you go eat dinner or whatever, and you come back, and there's no one there. <laughs> you know, and you're hoping the owner goes, "Yeah, let's just uh, pay you and get you out of here." Nope, they want you to play to the four people, oh, and so you're up there for the ninety minute set. Oh. Uh, oh. And, and just going fuck. But this. I don't. Like those comedy. Sets, go ahead. Comedy sorry. for people. I can. I you can, can do, do some something work. with that. Well, I can yeah. do some work. I can do some new shit and just be like. And sometimes a four-person crowd, you're like, well, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know? yeah. A four-person music crowd is just a bummer. It's loud. It's just a studio session. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. People brought their friends. Yeah. I forgot who was talking about it, but there was a there was a show that a friend did. Nobody showed up, like literally zero people. And the booker was like, I paid you for the time. And so he made him perform to nobody. Was that Barry Rothbard? Because I think he did a college one that was like that. It um, could have been, where they had to do like a 45-minute set to an empty room. <laughs> oh. oh, man, I did a comedy show last year. It was some big theater in Anaheim. The guy's like, oh, yeah. It's, it held like 750. So How uh, like 50 people showed up? Four. Oh, four and, and they threw, and they don't even it. see them. He held the show. He held the show. He Fuck made us do the show. Right. Four people in a theater uh. and two sat in the back. Oh, so it was two people really. What a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and I'm looking at the guy like, really, dude? Just give us half and we'll blaze <laughs> half the money. You know what I mean? What an egomaniac, right? Like I hired you. I you used to do I, the jokes. I, there's that, and then the and in New York, and I in New York, I would end up saying no to this. Like. Andy, you've done plenty of those where you do the show, no one shows up, and it's just you and the comics, and then the guy who runs it goes, you know what? Oh. Let's do it for each other. Oh. And I just, and I, I finally was like, no. Yeah. Like, if the person's been doing it less time than me or, like, hasn't, you know, like, has no experience, I'll be like, no, we're not, we're not, we're all going to go home. I saw two, uh, I saw two bookers get in a fight one time over that, where one was like, let's be nice and cancel, and the other one was like, what are you doing? I brought these people out. Well, uh, the reason that they don't want, and it's even more twisted, is that, like, then they know that they can't get booked on whoever they booked show. Yeah, the, bring, the bringer exchange. Or I mean, the, the bringer uh, exchange rate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gig. The, uh, the, you always at one of those shows, and you're like, oh, yeah, I see what's going on here. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'll put you three on my show. You put me on your show. <laughs> you know those shows? Yeah. Just uh, booker exchange. Ugh, the worst. It really is. Do you have a girlfriend now or no? No, no, I just, uh, I just... just Broke off with something? No, I just do comedy. That's it. I'm afraid to get a chick completely because I What was the last thing you've been in? Last what? Like, last thing that you were in. Relationship. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dan can't say it. Probably. Uh, Last thing. I never had a bed before this. (laughs) I thought you were like, last thing I was in. Like, you were just calling. Yeah. Like, whatever I fuck. What thing were you fucking? Uh, It's the new gender neutrality. What's the last thing you were in? Yeah. What's the last uh, non-oppressive thing? (laughs) You know what happened was I had one great relationship for like seven Mm -hmm. years. Raised the bar and it's just fucked me for life. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I had a great one, and then I just traded it for rock and roll. 
And wait, uh, what was this? Uh, who what was the great one? Well, I had this girl for like seven years. Were you, and you weren't doing tw- music at all? Or no, no, I was were, in my twenties, okay. and then I just kind of was like, well, I I got to play rock, and I mean, she's married pro- now. No, she's not, which is crazy. But it was uh, probably. Did you ever like come to her house with Randy Newman playing in the fucking car? No, but I do uh, like <laughs> text her once in a while, like let's try it again, and she's like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They well, when they are when they're done, they're yeah. done. I'm even sometimes a, you're on TV and you're like, she's gonna see that and change your mind. Once you fuck a comic for enough years, it's that never becomes attractive again. Well, I guess you're a musician. Yeah, but, yeah. But, like almost every girl that I've seriously dated, I'm like, don't fuck a comic after me, and they're like. Why would I ever fuck a comic after you? Like, yeah. it's literally the least attractive option. The only people <laughs> that are that stupid are female comics. Uh, and they'll <laughs> fuck all of us. Yeah, and it's real bad. Sorry, I know I'm going to get skewered for that. But well, we're not giving any names. Anymore. I don't fuck any comedians or people around the club. There's like, you know, people. What go- if you think a girl's not funny? No, I just uh, I don't want anyone. See, now, in, I don't, <laughs> I don't want uh, anybody. We'll just in the edit pits. this out, Tom, from now on. <laughs> Thank you. I Thanks. just don't want to. F- I, I just don't want to fuck anyone in the biz, you know? Yeah, Because yeah. it's gonna. You, you're you work every night, and you're like, there they are, there they are. There I've they actually are. made that mistake. I know so you I, have. And I, taking that all back, I think women are hilarious, but for some reason, people keep on fucking each other. Yeah. And then it's the most awkward hallway at the comedy store. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't want to get into that because that's like my my tree fort. I love that place. I would hate to have it to be like, oh, no. Yeah. That, yeah. and, or the one where you go on stage and go, oh, she's here, got to go. And you just leave the place you love. <laughs> well, here's my, here's my rule. Like, I would never call a girl a slut. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can't get it. Like, I, you just... I mean, you've done that everything where you've like been in serious relationships with comedians. So I've never. I was married to one. Yeah, you were married yeah. to one. So I've Who never. Who was it? Alice Wetterland. I don't know her. She's but, more. But she does more acting. You recently dated another one, though, right? I dated a younger, yeah, a girl, Esther Steinberg, and oh, I also oh, dated. Oh, that's right. I, I dated don't uh, to, Amelia I don't... Phillips. It was Emo Phillips's. Is that true? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. Uh, but uh, yeah, so you, yeah, you seriously dated like three comedians. Well, yeah. two and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I would, <laughs> I would what like a fucking I, idiot. I, I, and Andy's I would, like a good-looking guy too. I wouldn't so mind dating like a, a a comedian that had their career going and stuff. You know yeah, I mean? but when we're both like, that's just well. Fucking... Paula Poundstone's here right now. All right. <laughs> weird, uh, we have a weird dating game with her. <laughs> that's funny. What do you guys feel about shoulder pads? <laughs> uh, that's a great Paula Poundstone. <laughs> just blazer oh, rock. Right off the, uh, Mad TV, get ready. Doesn't uh, she have like nine cats? She has nine cats, and then she got, uh, I think, some uh, child abuse nine allegations. Kids. She got what? adopted. What about t- Tom? What's that? Tom, well, where yeah, is everybody? She adopted a whole bunch of kids, that's right. and then. Then uh, there was allegations of her sexually abusing them, and they took all the kids away. I love this is the first time we've heard from Tom. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. It <laughs> just sounds oh, like a, a deposition in like a molestation case. Oh. Tell yes. us about uh, Sandusky's Miracle Mile, Tom. Oh. What, what first, did you experience uh, on there? No, I'm kidding. But uh, 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 Dean, did, did you ever go... <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ, Tom. Good, good transition. Good transition. From, from fucking well, abuse. What happened? Well, I, mean, I think she so got the terrible. kids back, right? She got them back. They were false. She, yeah, they, they well, were false. yeah, they, she, no, she pleaded like some kind of no contest thing. So there was something there that she did. And then they let her have like supervised access for like a number of years. And she and made now, them all sleep yeah. in blazers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
I love, what if Tom just inter, like what have you interrupted with those facts in every podcast that <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about? Like, Marin's talking to Obama. So tell us about uh, one second. Um, I'm so glad I didn't come up in the blazer comedy era. You know, I don't think I would. I think Ooh. I'd like to do blazer, but no shirt underneath. Yeah, that would be yeah. my fucking move. Just Diamond Dave style. <laughs> Diamond Dave, <laughs> just a gigolo. Um, I, I used to see Paula at the other cafe in San Francisco, mm. like way back in I the remember day. That place, yeah, that was an amazing place. Yep. And and then how how did she do? She was great. Yeah, yeah. It was a, she? Well, she, that era that era was huge. You had Alex Bennett, Paula Poundstone, Carrie Snow. Uh, they had that morning uh, radio show on the quake on the quake on the quake, and it was fucking massive. And comedy in San Francisco was bigger than anywhere. Yeah, I heard they used to um, they used to show the San Francisco comedy competition it finals was so on big. TV. It was so big yep. when you won that. It was like like uh, you know being on like, like Ellen. Carson or something. Ellen who, won. It. Who yeah. won? Oh, Ellen won. Yeah, but it was like on, her old stand up was great. It was on like oh, HBO, God, yeah. dude. It was yeah. like amazing. Ellen had a special in about two thousand two or three on HBO. <laughs> was that good? It was awesome, man. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she's one of those people I kind of wish had stayed in it. Yeah, me too. I mean, she still does it. <laughs> she still does like it. Corporates I know, or something? She does like a special every three years or she's something great. like that. I but I think her. you know, it's like it's it's those highly produced i don't think she's workshopping them she's yeah, not yeah. like you know like izzard will s still go out and do like small theaters in s like hundred thousand person towns yeah yeah to like yeah. actually touch the ground yeah but i think she just hits like wembley stadium does an hour goes back to her <laughs> compound. she does it in the same place that steve jobs unveiled the iphone <laughs> <laughs> she's I'd great. love to be in that fucking yeah, Did great. you guys see that show? Um, I think it was probably in the mid '90s, where it was it was the the City Zoo show. I remember, no. I remember that. I yeah. think it was Patton and Blaine Capatch's yep. show. Yeah, Patton yeah. Oswalt. Yeah. Was it Liquid City Zoo or something? I think that's what it, something. It like looked that. like a New York subway tile behind. Yeah, them. I remember that show. What it was, was that? Ancient. Huh? It what was, was it just it stand up show. Guys? It was just like a great. And I think I want to say like Dana Gould was in the Bay and. Tom, yeah, yeah. Tom Rhodes was in the bay. I don't know everybody, but I, it was like a really strong scene at the time. Yeah, I had uh, Brian Posehn, Marilyn Rice Cub on my podcast, and she was talking about you know how everybody would do brainwash, which is that laundry mat, and yep. they have an open mic at night, and and yeah. yeah, that still goes, still goes, still fucking goes. And that since guy, I was a kid. Uh, what's the guy that's the host? I don't know, but it's he's uh, great. All the greats were in there, you know, like yeah. would do stuff in there back then. I my. Well, when I was first in the Bay Area, the guy that really knocked me out was Bobcat. Yeah. He was, oh, yeah, he's the best. He, I mean, he came to town, and uh, everybody thought, I thought that was a real, like, homeless guy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I swear to God, everybody thought that. They're like, you got to see this homeless guy. He does comedy. <laughs> and I and I went, I would see him all the time. And uh, I recently met him um through Marin, you know, and yeah. I had a ticket stub, and I was like, "Look, man, I saw you at Wolfgang's eight fifty, and he's like, can't even buy a beer there for that now." <laughs> you know, <I> was like, <laughs> but uh, he was incredible, and Robin yeah. Williams, you know, and all that scene. I opened for Bobcat in Virginia, and it was such a, you know, I grew up like when I was like six is when Police Academy came out yeah. or something like that, and yes. I hugged him, and he was not ready for that hug. <laughs> he was like, "Uh, we're doing this, okay," and then yeah. I just walked back. This is way. How old were you then? 
The hug or the kid? The hug. When was the, the hug? hug? Two years. Wow. <laughs> two years ago. Two years ago. Two, three years ago. Yeah. Andy, do you, you were just going through the divorce though, right? Two or three years ago. You needed help. I just yeah. imagine you no. like tears are coming down. You're like it, it's not about the hug. It's about everything else that's going Let's on in your butt. <laughs> the first time Bobcat actually breaks into the Bobcat voice in like ten years. <laughs> Get off me. Bobcat um, was great. He was awesome. He's a yeah. He's really funny. I just saw his documentary about Barry Crimmins. Oh, I'm dying to see that. Really he killed good. at Sundance. He's yeah. a sweet guy. He, too. he is a sweet yeah. guy. Um, Did you see the Bigfoot movie? Saw that. Yeah, yeah. that was good. That was um, good. Yeah, Did Bobcat but, uh, directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's kind of like a he, he like goes kind of all over the place. Yeah, that other one. What was that one about where they go around and shoot people that are rude in America? God that bless America. Fucking funny as shit. Man. And didn't he do like a um. He did. Uh, he do, he's done a bunch of TV. Like he was. He well, he directs Mary. Kimmel. He directs Mary. Mary. He directs Mary. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's how. He and got Pretty Little Liars. No, he doesn't do that. <laughs> but I want to start that rumor. And when those guys, when uh, Bobcat and and Tom Kenny hit San Francisco, that was like a new, like younger guys coming in, like post Bobby Slayton right. and all that that era. And that was a that was a blast. And those guys are best. But Tom Kenny and Bobcat Goldthwait. Best friends from Rochester, New York. It was weird. weird. I was weird. I was Tom. Like, you're like the Matt Pinfield of music. Yes, thank comedy. you. Oh, I, I met Matt Pinfield about three months ago. It was so weird because yeah, I had that full head hair. Hair. buying heroin off the same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like a loady now. Right? Like what? Yeah. What happened was I had that Jesse Camp on my podcast. Remember him? Like, hey guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody uh, trolled him recently. Like Joe Mandy or somebody trolled him on. Oh, uh, what did Joe Mandy say? They just were like, "Hi Jesse" on Twitter, and they did it for like a week, and he just eventually like blew up and blocked them. It's <laughs> funny though. Yeah, I had him on two episodes. He was the worst. Is he still a tweaker? Uh, no, you know, turns out uh, he's he's got a little bit of paper, man. He uh, Jesse, yeah, he he's got some money. How do he make some money? Well, you know, remember they busted him. Uh, his uh, his parents were rich back yeah. in the day, and Spin Magazine did that like research on him, and he was supposed to be kind of like this, you know, uh, you know, rock child of the streets and stuff. But he was really like from Connecticut and went to like a great <laughs> school and stuff. Uh, but you know what? I had him on a couple episodes, and it was fantastic, man. He. Uh, he 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 knows what it is. You Does know he have I mean? the gimmick anymore? Does he like drop he'll, the gimmick? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, he'll throw it on like, hey man, Jesse Camp. Here. But then he like stops that. He's like not at all like that. And then life. he gets into kind of reality. He got busted dealing speed and Hollywood Boulevard oh, and shit. Man. Does he like, have any left? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do speed, Andy? Dude, that's yeah. the thing is like secret yeah. to that's how I level that's out. That's how he goes to his gay AA meetings. <laughs> gay AA. I want to. The one thing that uh, everybody forgets about Bobcat, I think he talks about in his act. He was descended from the ceiling of was it the Moor, somewhere as butt naked with angel wings for a Nirvana concert. Well, oh, that's he right. Well, he's Nirvana. like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he a, did he the was in good utero tour. Cobain. Yeah, that's so it's fairly very crazy. normal. Like, it, you know, because I was talking about, I like just mentioned it because I feel like that guy gets that fucking question. But and I was like, how was you know Curry's like nicest? <laughs> you know, yeah. like I think he was like more of a nice guy than like yeah everybody. You know, that whole like that was almost like fucking like a pers- like keep people away sort of thing. Yeah. When I was like twelve, I was like sneaking into all the grunge music concerts, and that's the one band I didn't see was Nirvana. 
feel like oh, the best dumbest. one. Yeah. I saw yeah. Pearl Jam. I saw Soundgarden. Pearl Jam's great. I, saw... I never got into Soundgarden. I didn't like oh, Soundgarden. Man. I, saw... I liked Alice in Chains. I love Sa- Alice in Chains. Soundgarden yeah. was my favorite. The loud, like loud... the cow. Sorry, that was the loud one. love record, man. It was like the new Sabbath. You know, yeah, I didn't louder really than it. love. I don't know why. Yeah. I snuck Holy into it. shit, that record's great, man! It's like Sabbath. I was more of a Macy Playground guy at the oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. I was more of a Macy Gray guy. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know what? She wasn't fucking bad, man. She had some good tunes. She's a real kook now. I heard Try her on. Uh, oh. That's a great song. Marin and I just <laughs> come on, come on. Let's let, let, let Dan sing the whole way. And I sound like the Muppet that teach you about. It does sound like. I walk away. She sounds like the Muppet that teaches you about littering. <laughs> you know? Dude, Marin and I just did the Boulder Theater. The, uh, don't <laughs> throw she, trash in the sea when you're here. <laughs> she was playing the Boulder Theater the next night uh, from uh, she, a, a couple nights ago. Oh, oh man. The what? She was playing the Boulder Theater like two nights after Marin and I a couple Four nights people. ago. Four people. Why the fuck is her name bigger than... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just kind of like, Wow. That's big fucking theater, man. I don't know. Uh, you know? I uh, well, yeah, I feel like yeah. For, that's so funny. As it's like, like if you're doing well as a comedian, you start to play people who like musicians you knew ten years ago. Yeah. And if you're going, if you're doing badly as a musician, you're starting to play theaters that comedians are starting to play. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, right. It's like, an up I, for comedian yeah. and down. Like, holy for shit, Farouk Assault's playing here next week, <laughs> and they're like, who the what the fuck is Premium Blend? Oh you know? man, there was that whole era like Fiona Apple. Uh, She's great. I have yeah, like two she, of her albums. She is great, but I'm saying that so hot. N- 90s music, you know? Uh, Macy Gray. She's uh, buddies with Galifianakis, too. That's what I heard. Did they date? I think they maybe did, but they definitely don't now. They She's single? Don't. She into uh, guys who look she like has a uh, baby. Zach Galifianakis? She probably has a partner. <laughs> Zach, yeah. too? You just come up, I'm Zach, too. Zach, too. <laughs> um, what, what do you feel about louder, less talented? Louder, less talented. Wow, I can't believe I just roasted what about myself. <laughs> Bob Seger Galifianakis. <laughs> Bob Seger. How low is your bar, Fiona Apple? Oh, <laughs> That's my question. She's got to have crazy paper. Those records sold because and she. I don't think she has to because she doesn't really do. She doesn't work much now. She had yeah. an album like what four years ago. She used I think to she had like one Paul last Thomas year. Anderson, right? Oh, PTA man. Yeah. And did is that who's her baby daddy? Um, no, I actually think it's um. God, I was thinking trying to think of a funny reference. Trent Reznor. Too early. I was trying to think of a, like a director guy who was like notoriously a terrible director. Scott Rudnick. Scott Rudnick. She was actually Brett Ratner's baby. That would be the worst. If I found out fucking Fiona Apple was dating uh, Brett Ratner, I'd jump in front of a fucking train. <laughs> Metrolink. <laughs> Were you a big drug guy, booze guy? Hell yeah, hell yeah, I love it all. <laughs> you can handle- oh, you guys are AA. We're AA, but you can handle your shit. Can well, we talk about that, Andy, with you? Yeah, you don't yeah give a shit. of course. I talk about it in my act. Yeah. I uh, actually get people from the program getting mad at me and reminding yeah, me of the 11th them. step. You know what? Here, yeah. go, I, I always get that, too. Like, <laughs> hey, well, you got to think. Is that going to deter people from going? Like, nobody's fucking looking at me and being like, oh, man, look at Dan. I really need to get sober. Yeah. yeah. He's killing it. <laughs> you know? like yeah. Same with me. You. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. 
I hate that. What is it? The f- first off, it's cool now if you go to rehab. Okay. Oh yeah. And fucking uh, uh, an eating disorder is not cool. Sex addiction is not cool. There's certain things. Yeah. That aren't cool still. But like fucking having a booze or drug problem and get it, it's like cool now. Everybody that's, does that. Well, that's just standard. Yeah. In the fucking industry. AA in LA is crazy. There's some like five thousand meetings a week or something. Yeah. Wow. Is it more than New York? Yeah, for sure. Wow. It's the most uh, prolific uh, recovery. Well, it's because it's also networking. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fucking. what it is. Oh fucking. And, yeah, and chick hunt. And the stuff. casting director for Bones is to the left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love when people just shout out who's at their meetings. It's supposed to be all private. They're like, Aussie's here. Yeah. You know, they're like, what? what? Yeah. So you you had like a, um, so you can kind of handle your shit. Have you, have you had like, what's the, uh, what's the most amount of drug? The yeah, you've got to have had, I just, I have a feeling that you had that, you've had one of those moments where you're like, my heart's stopping. Oh, left arm numb. Yeah. Arm from numb. From heroin? No, from coke. Just left arm numb. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you talk about was, in your act a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I talk about, I talk about drugs all the time. Doing, uh... I was doing coke uh, one night in this Hollywood Hills uh, mansion, the one where Chili Peppers did that uh, big record with Ruben. <laughs> Before Ruben, I feel like there should just be like a spotlight on you and one microphone and like a cigarette in your hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm all. I keep asking Ari Shafir, get me on Storytellers. I got crazy. I just shit. say that about whatever show anyone has. I'm like, <laughs> get, get me on Forty Eight Hours, please. <laughs> get me on that moth mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So there was like, it was the first time. This is '80s. Where uh, after Scarface, people would always say there's pyramid of coke at the party, which I uh, was always bullshit. And with this particular party, there was an actual pyramid of coke, like you saw at the end of Scarface. And it was just on a table, and you could just help yourself. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I went up. You could help yourself? Oh, yeah. When was this? This is like 88, 89. Now it's just like, are you on coke? No, man. What are you talking about? Everyone just going to the bathroom with a fucking key. Yeah, everybody lies about coke, you know? It's funny. It's just too much money. No one wants to give it up. That's what I say. They don't want to share. I say it in my bit. It's like your face is giving it away your jaws moving all over you're like i ain't got shit man you're like come on but it's just also, don't want to share it's not taboo anymore though i feel like too you know yeah. what i mean like everybody does cocaine i don't think it's it's, it's almost like what Today, pot was in the 90s 80s what i feel like everyone does cocaine but i feel like a lot of people do cocaine now in a very casual sense like yeah. molly so. more so like yeah like i've been on dates with girls that are like lawyers and they're like yeah, I was doing Molly. I was doing a little Coke. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, I always say like you only hear about the bad stories of Coke. You know what I mean? But if the people talked about the good stories, it would be legal, like weed. You know I, I, mean? I did Coke. Man, I, I drove so fast down that road. <laughs> I wrote this hit song on Coke and, I, and made a million dollars. But yeah, then I snorted I, I it all. Guess I, I did Coke once. I did it one time, yeah. and it was. I told Dan, and Dan was worried about me. He was <laughs> like, you right, man. If it wasn't me, I've literally blown my face off before. <laughs> Have you done blow? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dan but, uh, drove out to so Lancaster, you, <laughs> got a motel room. No, that's mad. I got, that's uh, you got So you, you, you uh, did it enough that you got numb in the arm? Yeah, man. I'm sure that's going to get me on the back end. I always say I didn't I didn't die young, yeah. but now it's gonna be like, you know, Runyon Canyon. Yeah, but hiking. dying young now is like forty five. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, it is crazy. 
That's yeah. The thing is, no one gives a shit though if you die in your forties or you're just like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember my arm went numb, and I was like, "Oh, this ain't good." Were so, you drinking and smoking cigarettes too? And- so, oh yeah, totally. So I go over to the guy having the cigarettes. party, and I go, "Dude, you gotta, uh, you gotta call Dad from Footloose over were you, here." Were you eating, eating dairy and gluten? <laughs> fucking candy! I eat candy while I was doing blow. Just fucking unrefined sugar. Fucking just full blown gummy bears, you know. The guy was like, "That's your." problem those gummy bears so you got you got like numb and- yeah and i went up to the guy i was like hey dude you got to call an ambulance he's all oh no <laughs> he's like you got to ride it out this fucking there's too much shit going on here we can't have cops you know he's actually 100 percent right 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 so uh he's all just grab that bottle of stoli and start pounding it you'll feel better and i was like all right so i went over he had a giant walk-in closet and i I drifted in, I was rubbing my arm the whole time, like, fuck. And I was drinking this vodka, and about a half hour later, it came back, and I was like, fuck. Actually, that, I never did blow again. After that? Yeah, but that was after, like, doing it, like, 10 years straight. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm out. I was, like, a smart one. I was like, my arm was numb. And that was pre- Thank God there was no Google around. Like you're having a fucking a WebMD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would have been fucking done at the party. What was I mean, that? Wow. Did you see that documentary about that club in New York where it was like they were like having? It was like a big electronic thing, and the club owner, when kids would OD, would just put them in the basement. Wow, <laughs> I didn't see that. And then like in the morning, they would just take these dead kids and like just put them on the street. <laughs> Whoa, shuffle so that's them out. Fucking amazing. It's like a, a, apparently like a huge thing. Like, I don't know what that era was, but it was like uh, 90s rave scene. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, the last time I did, uh, this is a while, while, while ago on my not sober days, but yeah. I had, I don't know if I ever talked about, I don't think I've ever talked about this, but the last time I did Coke, it was bad because I also, I bought an escort, but I couldn't get it up. Oh, yeah. So I just used her to talk about my problems. Oh. But I, she had to pay extra because I stayed, was in my friend's trailer that was in his backyard, but he was outside in the backyard, passed out. It's like, well, that he's here, so that's an extra 300 bucks. Whoa. So I ended up spending 1200 just doom blow. And then I said, I think I was coming down, and I just grabbed a bottle of vodka and I started chugging the vodka. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was a fucking, it was a nightmare. And I, and you know, the thing that my, my friend got so terrified because I bought, like, then I blacked out. Yeah. And I woke up and I was fully clothed with coats and I had a tie on for some reason. And I was holding, well, I don't know if I had a tie on, but it was like loose. You probably asked her to marry you. No, I, yeah. I was holding, Sarah, I was holding a bouquet of flowers I had bought for myself. Whoa. And my friend, and I woke over and my friend's in the other bed and he's like sh- looking at me shaking because he didn't do anything. He thought oh. you planned his own funeral. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, riding, no. driving over here, uh, if I'm up early, it always reminds me of cocaine because I yeah. don't get up early. And it was always those times where you're going to get booze at like 6 a.m. And and the, and the real world is happening. That's yeah. weird because you're in a house all night doing drugs, listening to rock. And yeah. then you go, oh, it's 10 to 6. Let's oh, go. yeah. That's, I, that was like my the one night I did cocaine was like it was super fun. I was in Vegas. I was in like a suit. We had like we had literally like uh, the hangover suite, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. multiple rooms. Yeah. And uh, I was like with all these like um, TV friends and we're um, 
like they're all like going to bed and I'm like still kind of loaded and I'm like and I also am not drinking like I'm like yeah. I don't drink but I'll fucking do like oh, an eight ball. I could never do coke without. That's booze. why I don't think it. No, I don't think that's life. why it took. Yeah, but it was like seven a.m. and I was like I'm gonna go play more blackjack and I got downstairs. I walked off the elevator, lit a cigarette, and then I realized that it was just old people power walking and I was like <laughs> I'm a monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. back upstairs. It's, the worst. It, it's nothing weirder than being like at. Uh, grocery store like say Ralph's <laughs> and you're getting beer at 6 a.m. and there's huh. people shopping and you're just completely fucking fried <laughs> and they're just going like Ugh. oh yeah like well the thing that's crazy about rat like any shopping store too is like when you're coming off on coke you know like you want to buy the booze to like flatten you out so you can sleep it totally. all totally and I got the grocery store one time at 6 a.m. And it was just a bunch of fucking homeless dudes and me waiting with our booze. And I was like, oh, this is creep. Because they were doing the same thing where they're like, okay. Like, but theirs, it was like long-term alcoholism. Right, like, right, yeah. They, I need to get my, I need to make shakes. sure I don't have the fucking shakes today. Yeah. And it just, and I'm like, this is like kind of a wake-up. I have had many kind of a wake-up calls. Yeah, but yeah. this is definitely a, yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing like... Like, because it's so stupid. Because you'll like buy the coke, and then you think like, oh yeah, escort. Like they talk about the movie, and then you bring. And at that point, you can't get it up anyway. Never. You're just sitting there, and Zero then you start talking about your dad coke. or something. You know, while you. You're now they got Viagra, but when I was doing, but I'm coke, nervous about dad doing Viagra, and I would do coke, because yeah. then like your heart's just like exploding. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's gonna blow. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking. You know, that's uh, like. I mean. You know, when you're in the 80s, man, blow was everywhere. Like, dealers just rolled. They wanted to be part of the scene, and the Coke was free. So you just, and I never did Coke till I was completely drunk so I can just smooth it out and keep drinking. Yeah. That was the reason I did blow. Blow sober is the grossest thing ever to me. I can't, you could have put pounds of blow in front of me. I'd never do it sober. Oh, yeah. I cannot think of, yeah. When I'm, well, it's funny though now, because, you know, I like, I, like right now I'm sober I'm like the idea of just doing a wine without booze is like disgusting to me oh. but like if I had one beer I'd be like okay that's it time to go to fucking Spearmint Rhino and talk to the girl <laughs> Call that's the why man. they're there they want to like you know they want to like get you in the room to pay a thousand dollars for the dance you got a stripper pay addiction? you five hundred dollars why do you have that me? box of aluminum foil that <laughs> 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 was uh yeah so it was I mean no but that's that's like yeah that I mean, I've definitely, like, if you want to get cocaine and you don't have a cook up, you go to a fucking strip club. Oh, yeah. Isn't Those that are the crazy? places to go. So, but now you, you drink still. I don't I drink. No, I don't do nothing. Oh, really? I so have you a, like I haven't party since 92. So you don't even have like a, you nope. don't even have a beer with dinner type of stuff? Nope. You haven't had a beer in over in since 92. 92 so yeah. 23 years. Yeah. But you never did program or any of that? Nope. What happened was uh, I was a singer in a band. And I was drinking every night, and my voice uh, started to fucking go bad. Oh, and, wow. and I went to the doctor, and he said, look, dude, you got, like, uh, nodes, uh, like pre-nodes, which are, are like, yeah. calluses on your vocal cords. Yeah, I watched, this was, a that's what brought Harry Nielsen down. I was like, watching that last night. Oh, wow, I want to see that. So, uh, Dimer's great. Great movie. And yeah. so, um, you know, like, Steven Tyler had him recently, Adele, a couple years ago. You got to get them lasered off. And then you can't talk for like three weeks, and then you have to retrain singing for like six months. And I was mid touring with a band, and uh, uh, you know that's how we made our living. There's four guys, so I go to the doctor, and he's like, "Look, you can't drink booze; it dries out your vocal cords." 
and then uh, it d- destroys your vocal cords. Nobody <laughs> thinks that. So you're just drinking all night, but the alcohol dries out your vocal cords. Then I'm singing, and the vocal cords are pounding each other, yeah. and becomes these calluses. So he goes, if you quit drinking for a while and don't talk after gigs, they'll probably go away naturally with like Ricolas and tea and everything. You're and they like, did go. Uh, I was Celine told, Dion. Yeah, I was and told. You, I guess so. You never really, although all you did this shit, you never had. You were never addicted. Or, I was d- uh, definitely a mess. You were definitely. I mean a mess. that that was. But probably did you have a, a problem godsend. putting it down or no? Well, at first I was like, well, I was so scared of not being able to sing. That it threw me into a shocker, you know. And then I was like, "Whoa, I feel way better." Yeah. And then I could sing great all of a sudden for hours. Yeah, you know, like after like three, four months. But yeah, I was, uh, I would have been dead, you know. What about um? So no pills even after that. Uh, you know, there's no pills when I was growing up. That was an LA thing in the Bay Area. It wasn't yeah. a pill thing. When I got to LA, everybody's on pills. In like 2002, I was like, pills? Well, that's yeah. the thing for me. It's like I could never like, because sometimes I like fantasize about like, what if I just could smoke weed? But then I'm like, man, you don't want to, you want to get high. Yeah. You don't want to smoke weed. You want to like be able to take six Percocets and chill out. You don't Yeah, because like, like that's how I was, more. but I'm such an addict that yeah. like pretty soon I was smoking like an eighth a day and yeah. I wanted to like I was smoking do mushrooms. Weed. I didn't and, like, understand how Like you eight did years that. ago, I was smoking weed like, big time, you know? But like then you're quitting. Like, say, if you're quitting, because you quit booze and quit. Well, pill. booze, I was just, like, always a nightmare. Like, yeah. Booze, I was always just. I just don't know how you're able to. Tom, is that your dog? Yeah. Tom, did you just get attacked by a rattlesnake? What if Tom, <laughs> that was Tom strangling his dog? <laughs> what, if, what if it was him? Shut up, they're telling a story. I they're talking he, about drugs. I thought he was opening a bendo and chopping shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, she woke up and shook herself. That's hilarious. But uh, shook herself. That'd be like, funny did somebody if, say Coke? It'd be funny if adults <laughs> did that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it like for me, like weed is like it just never made me relaxed. That's yeah. why did weed made me relaxed. I broke through a wall. It was like I would be paranoid and like scared, and then it was like I just kept doing it. Yeah. And then one day I was like, oh, this is awesome. But it was like I was totally disconnected. I didn't realize like yeah. reality at all. I was like, uh, by the end, I was like smoking an eighth a day, and I was like planning uh, like a good way to fake my death. This is like ten months ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll fake my death and I'll move to Latin America, and then I'll try to become a TV I love it personality you'd, you'd down fa- there. You'd fake your death like anyone would give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh my god, Andy, like, like faked his death. I just like the was... news would report yeah. it if they found you with a fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> It'd make a this a, a great this American life. I'm just trying to get on this American. You're just life. trying to get on. Yeah. Elna yeah. Baker, hear me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but so you never really had that much of a problem. So that's that's good. No, I did have. I mean, but I mean, like you didn't I have mean, to go through the shakes. Well, or... the thing was, it was crazy hard to quit. Um, but. Uh, Something meant more to me, you know what I mean? Playing music, yeah. And I and I kind of had this work. I have the same work ethic as comedy. I was like, well, I got these three guys, man. I can't fuck them, you know. We worked yeah. together to do something, and uh, we made a record. And now I can't go out and tour it. Uh, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I loved music. I mean, I lost a great woman to music. Why would I? Right. Why, why would I fucking let the booze? Uh, but I, I was a, uh, I would go on binges. Seven day, five days, that kind of shit. Like I was way into like 
Hunter S. Thompson. Mm -hmm. Right, Uh, right. I love Drugstore Cowboy. I love that fucking dark world of, like, taking the drugs and seeing where it takes you, like jamming all night on mushrooms in a... At a studio. Yeah, that's like, when I have an urge to get fucked up, I don't have an urge to, like, do a bunch of coke and go to a party. No. I want to go to the desert and see a fox's head in the sky. That's the shit I'm into. I want to shoot, like, guns at the moon. I'm into shit like that. I want to not leave my apartment for three days and just black out the But you write a great screenplay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even care about that. I'll just, I'll get through all of House. That would be my fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing, like, exotic about my, my fantasies are, like, what's the farthest I can get away (laughs) without anyone knowing? Yeah, man, I like I like that weird fucking dark world. Yeah, know? I want to go. I want to do that. That's a, that's always what brought me to drugs. Yeah, that's why I loved mushrooms. You just fucking you're with dude, a couple dudes. You're out yeah. doing shrooms, and you're like, this is fucking crazy. Your mind. It's so un- amazing where your mind can go mm-hmm. on psychedelics. How like, long I, have you I been doing like stand up versus music now? Five and a half years stand up. Twenty-five uh, years music. Was that a was that a weird transition going from that to that? Or no? it, well, the everything was pretty normal except for the uh, writing part. You Were know? you getting laughs in between songs? That towards the end of my music career, I was doing an acoustic tour with Wallflowers, and I would tell stories like VH1 storytellers, uh-huh. and I could see that it was killing. You know, like right, stories. So it made sense. So, too. and in my mind, I was like. You know, I saw Louis C.K. Uh, around the era of Awesome Possum, that that era joke stuff, uh-huh. and I was like, "Who is this guy?" And it really set me into like, I want to do stand. I wanted to do stand up my entire life, my entire life. But when I was a kid, there was no kids doing stand up. It was like yeah. adults, you know. It was like Richard Pryor, Cheech and Chong, Carlin, and I had all those records, but there wasn't kids going, "Yeah, we do it too." So yeah. I started playing music, and then 25 years went by. I think yeah. music's the cooler choice. Yeah? The only thing I just wish I just that I could... I'm not good at it. I know? wish I could jam. Like, I wish I could sit down at a piano or, like, a guitar and just... Because, I, like, I can sit down and write, but yeah. I would... Like, you can't just sit there in your house and be like... You know, like, we, the other day I was at the grocery store just no, to yourself. No, yeah, that's yeah. true. You can, and, but it's, it's very sad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you, I, when I was in high school for, like... This is like, I, I mean, if they had a recording of this, uh, my life would be ruined. Like, not just <laughs> it was I tried singing as like Zach Del Rocha oh, in yeah. Rage Against the Machine. Oh man, and like like start rap rocking, yeah, like while my friends played. And like sort of like, but I was like talking about my parents not understanding us and shit. Oh, God. And oh my god, if we and then I called them. I was, you want to do that again? They're like, no, we're gonna do to do it with somebody else. Oh, because <laughs> I was like screaming in there. It was bad. I remember when I started comedy. It was really sad. I was in my living room, like like I thought it was like music where you just rehearsed. So yeah. I was in the living room just running my set, and I filmed <laughs> it with a GoPro or whatever, and I was like. This is fuck. I'm never doing this again <laughs> ever, dude. I used to. I used to before mics. I would come three hours earlier just to get my mic hold the help. No, figure out how to hold the mic well. Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. See, Limerick I skipped house. all Do that. that fucking? I skipped all that because I I had that with music. So the only real yeah. thing that was uh, was was really um, finding me. You know, not trying to be another guy. You, you know, like with music, you have all these influences but when you first start with music you're playing covers 
So you're learning yeah. music by playing other people's music. You you can't learn comedy by just going. That's why I did. I, when I started, I did Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're I was sign. like, man, these gays are gonna give us AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> woo woo woo! <laughs> it's crazy, man. He wasn't that. Oof. He bought that and uh, had it uh, taken out of distribution. Oh, he did. Oh, That's what? why you can't buy raw like on DVD. Really? Yeah. That was probably the smartest thing that he could have done. Wow. Where he's just like, let's forget about some of the things I said. Yeah. Which Especially were... because, like, a couple months later, he got caught with a transsexual prostitute. Yeah. So, hey, whatever happened to the guy who played Powder? Unrelated. Powder? <laughs> What's going on, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was just thinking about turning into energy. Tom just <laughs> chimes in. <laughs> well, that well, actually... He was molested when he was 12. Oh, man. By a light. (laughs) By a light. (laughs) By a light. (laughs) A waterfall took advantage of me. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when, I don't know any of you want to talk about this, remember when you and Warren, this was like one of the saddest open mic, and both of them, Andy's hilarious and Mike Lawrence is hilarious. Did you guys both start So it was was really funny. I I was like, you know. I I think I have like two years more on Dan, not in success. We're both pretty much at the bottom yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I was in, uh, I started in Seattle. I did like nine months commuting from my college. I went to D.C. for two years, and then I went to New York. Gotcha. And he was, uh, but I remember one, like my, it was like an open mic, and Mike Lawrence came up, and Mike Mike said like, um, Mike did a story about how he's molested as a bit, and then Andy got on after. He goes, "Mike, you weren't molested. I was molested." <laughs> and then told his molesting. Story. Well, no, because he was like, like, "What are we?" Do-? But even uh, you were right. But even though you were right, it was like the saddest victory of all time. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you that, that I am not proud of that moment. <laughs> but I will say that Mike's Battle molestation. I get molested as a child in a body cast. Mike was like at a deep fryer, and a gay man rubbed up. A and he was like, I got molested. Wait like, a minute, your story's insane. I remember like You're Andy in came cast? off stage like cocky, like, yeah, that's how you get molested. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Lawrence. Wow. I was like, Jesus, Andy. Wow. I uh, am not proud of myself <laughs> at all. Body cast, man. Dude, that guy, he is fucking, he's still working. John, <sighs> it, the guy who's- Sean Patrick Flannery. Is the guy's name? Wait, the the writer? No, I, I mean maybe the uh, powder. Powder, yeah. yeah. Powder, oh, yeah. I thought you meant the guy who molested you. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the oh, guy who molested me. He's still working. He's still working. Like I consider it like I was an open mic. <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck. Oh, well, we got to wrap up, unfortunately. I wish we could do this longer, but uh, we can't. Thanks for having me. Thank man. you for doing it, man. Is there yeah. anything you want to plug? Uh, Your podcast. When's it come out? Next week. Uh, yeah, no, got, this week. Shit. I got a podcast yeah. on the same network, All Things Comedy. It's called Let There Be Talk. And uh, I'm going to have uh, Jerry from Devo on this week. So oh, wow. Oh, yeah. nice. awesome. Devo is one of my all-time favorite Tom bands. just got more excited about your podcast than he's ever been. <laughs> Devo is absolutely a top three band for me. I have a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I have a shirt. I mean, if you think about those guys, they're in Akron, Ohio. Yeah, in wow. 1972, three or four, and start playing that music. You yeah, know? it's crazy. And people are just like, get out of here. <laughs> Isn't that where Black Keys is from, too? Yep, Akron? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They live in cool Atlanta music. now? Uh, yeah, no, no, they, they live, live in Nashville. Nashville, because that's where they get to run into yeah. uh, Jack 
Jack White. And hate each other. They hate each other. They hate each other? Like, Jack White took his kids out of the same school that the Black Keys were. Well, the one guy's dating by his ex lady or something. I think so, yeah. Yeah, The Black Keys are dating Jack White. I don't know. Something like that. What's the, are you doing any. Today is Jerry's birthday, by the way. It is? Yep. No wonder he couldn't do today. I go, yeah, let's. uh... Wait, you know the guy from Debo's birthday? He's probably got his computer up. Did you know that? No, no, because the. Wait, tell me you have the the computer on or no with this info? No, because I I, I follow CBGB on uh, Facebook and they posted a picture of him, of Jerry, this morning saying happy birthday. I thought you just knew that. CBGB, the the now John Varvatos store? Yeah, yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, the Converse store. That is so sad. Yeah, it is like. You know what's amazing about Jerry was he was the guy that came up with the outfits, the and hats, he, and he all and all the outfits, the yellow suits, the, yeah. uh, the hats, uh, and he also directed all those killer uh, videos. And they had films. They never had an opening band. You'd go see them, and they had films that were fucking wacky. Were man. they like art yeah. students or yeah, something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they went. Uh, he went to Kent State, and yep, he they stood, were there. They were there for the for massacre. the shooting. What? Yep. He was there. He stood next to one of the guys that got shot. So, Jesus and that it, he was a hippie at Kent State, and the next day he said "fuck hippies" and and started Devo, you know, de-evolution. Wait, he thing. had the opposite reaction that everyone else. Yeah, Kent State. isn't that crazy? He's like, you know, what? these cops were right. <laughs> no, no, no. He was more like, we, we got to go out order. and do something yeah, instead yeah. of just being peace, love. Right, right. He was like, let's spread some other word, you know. Yeah. What well, uh, are you doing? Any road stuff? You going going out with? Uh, I just got off the Marin tour. It ended on Sunday, which is a bummer for me. Uh, I'll be uh, in Denver Comedy Works August oh, 6, 7, 8. Oh, that's the fucking greatest club I ever. I love it, right? The yeah. South one. I'll be at the South uh, one. So that's fun. a good one. That's a great, great club. Okay. And uh, Andy, what do you got coming up? Nothing. Nothing? No. All right, thanks, Andy. Uh, no, I got some stuff. I'm going to be in, uh, I'll be at the City Winery in Napa. <laughs> City Winery? Yeah, Thursday the 27th. All right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wait, there, okay, I was going to see if you were... It's a month. Oh, okay, it's a month from now. Yeah. All right. And I'll be... this Tom, this comes out on Thursday? Yes. Okay. So the, uh, Thursday night, I'll be at Doc's Lab, so come see that. And then Friday, I'll be in... Um, Friday, I'll still be in Saver. But Saturday, I'll be in Santa Cruz, and Sunday, I'll be in Sonoma. And then Monday, I'll be in Humboldt. Yeah. So a little Northern Cali Smoke tour. some weed. Smoke yeah. some weed. Go to the man. Emerald Triangle Dog uh, Fort. I want to go to Bohemian Grove. Yeah. I want to figure out what's going on up there. You've been through the Redwoods? No. Oh, go I through there. Go. I gotta go. Go to um Oh God, there's a small town there. I forget the name. Garberville. Garberville. Yeah. Garberville. Yeah, it's great. That's like the Bohemian so, kind of. So cool. On. One they, time they got go a ahead. log house there. You been oh there? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go to the log house. You'll see it. It's on the main strip. When I was, uh, I was like going down to do the San Francisco comedy competition with Rory Scovel. Yeah. And we were doing mushrooms in the redwoods, and we like were walking through the redwoods, and uh, we just found two ounces of weed on the ground. What? <laughs> wow. Someone dropped <laughs> then, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we hit it, and then the next day came back and got it because we were like, they're going to shoot us for their two ounces of weed. <laughs> While you're on mushrooms, yeah. that paranoia? Super paranoid. I think we ran home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then, Rory Scoville. And rules. that guy yeah. just had a kid. Just yeah. so you know, like, Did Rory have kid. a kid? Yeah, yeah he just on had one. the 15th. On wow. Facebook, Baby not in real bro. life. He just oh. had it on Facebook. No, I, I love that guy, man. He's, yeah, he's so great. fucking funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rory, uh, you can just check out all his stuff. <laughs> we just start. Uh, we just start like uh, Rory Scoville popping. Like he, I think he really needs it, guys. So yeah. uh, uh, we right. can't that, get him on this show. So he was on uh, <laughs> two, three months ago. Yeah. Now we can get all 
we can get all people I knew my <laughs> sort of comedy who feel like they, uh, you know, that they feel great, sorry enough for me to set last do the podcast. What? You had a great set last Thank week. Thank you very stuff. much. It was fun. That's a fun, that was a really, that was a great room. That was really yeah, fun. Come back and do it again. I would love to do it again. Um, and uh, I had a kind of an awkward interaction, like, because I was about to go to the store and one girl who was there, I'm going to say she, like, said to me, she goes, I asked her out like two months ago and she's like, did you, do you know my friend? And this oh. was another girl I asked yeah, out. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Well, now I'm doubly not getting laid. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, well, anyway, you can read all about that on my uh, on my live journal. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our host performing live this week. As Dan mentioned, he's making a trip up to Northern California where he will be performing on Thursday, July 30th at Doc's Lab in San Francisco at around 8 p.m. On Saturday, August 1st, he will be performing at The Crepe Place in Santa Cruz, California. On Sunday, the 2nd of August, he will be performing at Murphy's Irish Pub in Sonoma, California, and... On Monday, August 3rd, he'll be performing at Humbrews in Arcata, California, up near Humboldt. And then he's back in the Los Angeles metropolitan area. For more information about locations and times, go to dansaintgermain.net. Our good friend Sean Donnelly is performing in and around New York City all this week. At everywhere from the Village Underground to the world-famous Comedy Cellar. For more specifics on locations and times, go to SeanDonnellyComedy.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please write us a letter to MyDumbFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. We'd love if more of you could drop us a few bucks to keep our podcast going. You can do a safe and secure PayPal donation by finding the link at our Tumblr page, which is at mydumbfriendspodcast.tumblr.com. Rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us all those stars and write a sentence or two. It would really help us out. Thanks a lot. When the tell you made us real proud tonight. You said no father, I know when I've been beat. The My Dumb Friends Podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. For other cool comedy podcasts, Go to allthingscomedy.com. Lift me up. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. <laughs>